Is there any hope in a world where there's no hope? Let's do that again. Is there any hope in a world where there's no hope? The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse number 3, but if our gospel be here, it is here to them that are lost in whom the God G-O-D, small God, of this world or age has blinded the mind of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel shine on them whom is the image of God. Watch this now. The God, the devil, and his world. Listen to me. We live in a mean old world. Doesn't seem like it's getting any better at all. Even members of the Lord's church are entangled and ensnared under the devil. But there is a lot of bad news that's going on, but there is hope in Christ Jesus. The Apostle Paul was down in a car at preaching. Acts 18 and verse number 8, it says, And many of the Corinthians, hearing, look at that, hearing, believed, and were baptized in the Christ, for the mission of sin. They were added to the one body of Christ. Paul calls it the church of God. Then he also calls it the body of Christ or the church of Christ. And there isn't but one. He took his blood, he paid for it. They heard the gospel, they believed it, they repented of their sin, they confessed Christ, they were baptized into Christ, they were added to the church. They're saved. There's hope here. Yes, sir. There's no hope over here. Amen. <clears throat> What's really going on? The devil has blinded the minds of people. We got the devil and countries. He's controlling them. We got the devil and the cities. He's in control of them. The devil and communities, all ethnic groups. He's controlling them. He's doing a good job. And he, he's always got his folks working for him 24-7. Yes, he's got children and the school. You can't even go send your kids to school today because the devil has got some of his comrades out doing damage. Right. 
The devil and he's got a lot of churches. Well, he got all the denominational churches, but he got some churches of Christ, some of the weak members in the church of Christ. He's got them. Got crazy families. Crazy families. Look like everybody's crazy. Everybody's doing their own thing. Like in the days of the kings and when there was no king in Israel, every man did what was right in his own eyes. Nobody wants to follow no rules and regulations. Everybody just wants to be fancy free and do what they want to do. And the devil is just having a time. And the new norm is money, power, and got respect. Even these false churches, prosperity gospel, they talk about money, wealth, worldliness, and wickedness. That's what's going on in our world today. It's even going on in the city of Memphis. It's going on in Shelby County. It's going on in the homes, even in churches of Christ. The devil is having a time. But I want to tell you, there's some hope. Families are feuding, fussing, and fighting. Don't seem like nothing is working. And brother, let me say this. Nothing is going to ever work for black America. I'm just going to pick us out since we all here, black folk. Until black people turn to God. Listen, I want you to listen. It's not money that we need. It's not education that we need. We don't need no money. We don't need no housing. We don't need no food. We need the Lord. Yes, sir. We need the gospel of Christ. And this church at James Road, we're trying to spread the gospel to a dying and perishing world where there's no hope. The new norm, we got a different standard of criteria today, you know. Money. Money, money, money. Look what it says, 1 Timothy chapter uh, 6 and verse number 5. Look what it says. It says, perverse disputers of men of corrupt mind. What is the problem in all of these situations is money. What is the problem? It's money. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. You don't believe that, do you? No, we don't believe that. Because we think that, man, if I get wealth, I can go worldliness and I'll be wicked. And that's exactly what they're doing. And the devil has got a lot of my black entertainers and sports guys. They make a lot of money, but they are foolish. Yes, sir. They even do evil stuff. And members of the church, some of them, not all of them, not everybody here at James Road, they glorifying that stuff. And the devil has got them. Look at it. Perverse disputers are men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth. They don't know the truth. That's what they think. Supposing that gain is godliness. See, that's that prosperity God. They said, man, we get a lot of money. God is really blessing us. Really? Well, what about the people that rob and kill the gift? So God is behind that too. No. It's the devil behind that stuff. Yes, sir. Right. You need to listen. Listen, and it says, from such withdrawal, 
But godliness with contentment is great gain. Can you be satisfied with the regular things of life? Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. All right, Verse number seven, look at this. My position on planet Earth, this is what some people think. For we brought nothing in this world, and it is certain we'll carry nothing out. You better listen to that. You better listen to that. For most of us don't even believe that. Most people here don't even believe that you are not taking nothing out of this world. That's why I don't know why members of the Church of Christ won't support the cause of Christ. I don't know why you do that. Why are you holding money back to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ? You, you know what? You, you think you're going to take it out with you? No, man. Man, you missed it. You missed it. You better enjoy that little stuff because you just going to have it a while, then somebody else is going to get it, and it may make a fool out of them. Yeah. Well, let's look here. And look, look at this here. Look, look at this here. My physical priorities on earth. Look here. Is it having food and raiment? Let us be therefore content. Russian, I just want more than food. And I, I want to have a good time. Okay, that's good. And you know one thing God is so good to us? He let us do exactly what we want to do. He, he'll let, if you want to do, do crazy stuff, God will let you do that. But when you do the crazy stuff, the consequences come with it. Yes, sir. Please listen. You reap what you sow, it's going to catch up with you sooner or later. Please listen. Is there any hope? Repentance? <laughs> then he said, my purpose on earth, verse 9, look here. But look at this. Is this your purpose? Wait a minute. Listen Young people. Why are you going to school? Why do you want a better job? Just, no, it's nothing wrong with that. I want you to listen. Look what it says. But they that will be rich. Now, it didn't say they that are rich. Your whole goal is I want to be rich. Mm -hmm. I wish I hit the jackpot. I wish I hit that, what do you call that? The lottery. What, what are you doing playing the lottery anyway? That's not for Christians. That's for these stupid people over here. Mm -hmm. All right. See, because that stuff got, some, got them blind. I'm telling Amen. you. It's got a lot. Most black people are blind. They are blind with money. They will be rich. Guess what happened? Paul is writing to Christian. He said they, that will be rich fall. Where? Into temptations and a snare, and into many foolish and harmful lusts. I told you, wealth, wickedness, and worldliness. Why do you want to be rich? Do you want to be rich so you can spread the gospel of Jesus Christ? Or you want to be rich and live like the rich and famous on TV and just have crazy stuff going on just like all the rappers, you want to be just like this. Is that what you want to be like? Can I tell you something? It's short lag. It don't last long. Amen. And you're going to end up in destruction. Yes, Listen, now, Brother Shannon, are you trying to, no, I'm not trying to discourage you. I'm talking to Christians. You need to know what's going to happen. It ain't going to be what you think. I want to do what I want to do. Go ahead. Do it. Yes, sir. But there's a consequence. Need to listen. 
I've seen so many of my black brothers and sisters in the world, in the flesh, make millions of dollars. And they are broke as Job's turkey right now. Don't be like that. All right. He says, many foolish and harmful love. They lust after everything. That's what they want. Look at this. Which drown men in destruction and perdition. Look, watch this. <clears throat> Look at verse 10. My passion on this earth. This is all I live for. Look what it says. For money. No. For money is the root of all evil. That's not what it says. No, sir. No. There's nothing wrong with money. Money is a tool. Amen. Money is not a toy. Right. It's a tool. Amen. Do you know what to do with money? It's a tool. It's not a toy. It's not something you use to get advantage of other people and misuse other people. Amen. Right. It says, for the love of money. Mm -hmm. Do you love money? Brother saying we got to have money. No, that's not what I say. Right. I said, do you love it? See, what you love, you have it in first priority. Do you love God more than you love money? Well, Brother Shannon, I can't see no God, but I can see money. They say money ain't everything, but one guy say it'll buy me a new pickup. <laughs> I can buy all kinds of stuff with money. Money rules the world. Time is money. See, if I got money, I got power, and I got respect. Well, that's true. But how does God look at it? Because he's the one that's giving you what you have. Yes, and he's giving you permission to get it. Now listen, at a time, he's going to cut you off and everything that you have, he's going to take away from you. No, he's going to take away. He's going to take you away from it. And somebody else going to have it. Amen. Who's going to get it? Who's going to get it? And here you are going to lose your soul over some money or some stuff, some material stuff. You think, well, I, I got, really? You don't really know. And sometimes we don't realize how short our time is. Sometimes we think we got a long time left. Man, you don't have that much time. No, and you around here building up stuff. Look, look here, I, I don't want to be rich. Really? In 1913, in Rome, Italy, J.P. Morgan, John Pierpont Morgan died over there, and then they brought him to America. And you know who he was. He started J.P. Morgan, that financial deal. And it's still going on. Some of you have your money in his bank, uh, their bank. And he, they buried him in Connecticut. Uh, that's where his tomb is in Harvard, Connecticut. But all his stuff, where, where do you think it is that he had? All the money, all the clothes, and everything. Where do you think? Now, he stayed here all that time and never got over here. He had all of that and he died and never got over here. And the only thing he said about him, he's a money giant. And this is what we want. We want money, money, money. We want nothing wrong with money. It says, for the love of money is the, you know what root means? 
the tap root. Any kind of evil that you think of in America, mm -hmm. it goes back to this yes, money. Why do you think there were slaves in America? Money. Amen. Why do you think all of this foolishness going on in America among us? Money. The young people are blinded because they want money. They steal and they rob. They take their cars and run into a building and go in and grab it. And we think there ain't nothing wrong with it. And we think, well, you know, that's just young people. Let me tell you something. The police can't stop them. They may be in with them. But I tell you somebody, God can stop them. And when God stop them, now listen now. When God put a stop to it, a lot of other people going to hurt from it. What you say, Brother Shannon? Yeah. And a lot of times, we in our communities, we love money so well. Well, man, I know it's stolen, but nobody know it. I'm a, you receiving stolen goods, you just as bad as they are. I was down there the other day, well, last year. I said, man, you got a nice infinity. You want to sell it? He, he, I sell it. I said, what do you take for it? I said, is it run good? It run good. I, I let you have it for $1,000. I said, what? <laughs> you going to let me have an infinity for 1000 Yeah. He said, I stole it. I said, what? <laughs> yeah. And he said, well, if you give me $1,000, I'm going to go steal another one. <laughs> See? And, and listen, no shame. And, and we think, we laugh at that, but guess what God is saying? God is saying to him and anybody else in America or in the world, listen here, God is not mocked. Whatsoever man sow it, that shall he reap. Reaping time is coming, and when you reap, it's going to be more than what you sow. Black America, listen, Memphis, Frazier, you can't keep doing crazy stuff, and God's going to bless us. Nope. Got churches involved in that foolishness. Churches are involved in money. They'll do anything to gain people for money. And the devil is over that. Got this guy blind here. It's the root of all kind of evil, which while some, not everybody, there's some people in here covet after money. But there's some that doesn't. Everybody here ain't, don't love no money. They, they know they got to have it before, because of the necessities of life, and God gave you sense to go work and, and make money, and you need to use your money wisely. Amen. Stop. Talk to me. Stop having God to bless you with a good job and make good money. Then you live a whole lifetime and never support the cause of Christ. And you take your money and put it on stupid stuff. You put it on stupid stuff. And then at the end of the year, we talk about we want to help to get the kids some coats and some toys for Christmas. And you made all of this money and you done bought fingernails. <laughs> Got tattoos all over you. Got $600 Michael Jordan shoes on, all that stuff. 
purses and everything. You don't ever have no money. Your money is in your closet. Yes, sir. Yes. Wait a minute. And a lot of times, men just got, they got, they toys are just bigger. When, when men get grown, they don't mess with their little toys like this. Mm -hmm. The little cars, mm -hmm. they buy the big ones. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> See, and if you're buying stuff you don't need to impress people to show you. Look at what I got. Man, I got, man, he got it going on, right? Riding around in a $100,000 vehicle and got a house full of children and don't have no insurance mm -hmm. on the children. If one of them dies, they go to YouTube and fund me. Stupidity! Yes, the devil got them blinded. Amen. And the more money you get, instead of using it wisely, you spend it up and you're right back in the same thing again, trying to get more money, stealing and robbing. Then some even members of the Church of Christ, they'll take God's money and, 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 and uh, do what they want to do with it. And sometimes members of the Church of Christ wonder why they don't ever have, they have been having a hard time ever since they've been in church. You've been robbing God. How many years you been robbing God? All right, preacher. And I already talk about preaching no money. I ain't preaching no money, no money. Somebody said, I'm going to do what I don't do with my money. You go right. But I tell you what, God's going to do what he want to do to you too. Yes, sir. See, this is what you missed. Amen. A lot of times we miss this. We say, well, God, give us a five cents. Give me five cents. I got good sense, really. But why are you putting all that money on that stupid stuff? You can't hardly pay your utility bill. You can't hardly pay your rent, but you're buying some stupid stuff. Right. You know, I don't need to call the name. You know what it is. Put all that money on your hair. Dreadlock. I am the brother and I ain't against none of that. You can wear anything you want to wear, but all I'm trying to say is don't come telling me you don't have no money. I don't have no money. You got all this jewelry on and it's false, and you think it's real. You don't have no way to find out. How do you, you're not a jeweler. Sell you anything. And the very people you say you don't like, they set it up for you, and you go buy it. Some covered after. They have erred from the faith. What do you mean? A lot of members of the Church of Christ know the truth. They have erred because they have went out here in the world and got hooked up in all this foolishness, and it takes money. Once you get out there, listen to me, once you get out there and get in that world, that circle of money, it's going to take a lot of money to keep it up. What'd you say? You're going to take a lot of money to keep that lifestyle up, and you're not going to, well, listen, and most of the time what they'll do, they'll rob God to make sure that the bills are paid because they don't want it out to their friends. Man, they had to take, they had to repossess my house and my car. They ain't letting that happen. They'll rob God and then you know what they'll say? Well, the Lord understands. Yeah, he understands that you're a thief. Yes, sir. He understands that you're no good. Yes, sir. Now, you know what, Brother Shannon, I'm not trying to make you feel bad. I want you to think. Amen. Amen. When God gives you some money, you don't know what to do with it. Please don't spend it. Wait a minute, if God can bless you with a lump sum of money, don't spend it. So child, let's go shop for what? Where are you gonna put the clothes? You got to build another house. 
And the stuff you got in there, you know you can't wear it. You ain't gonna get back down to no five, girl. No, sir. <laughs> Your feet done got large. You can't wear them little shoes no more, girl. Your feet done got large because you done got large. Oh, I'm just trying to help you. Is there any hope? Can all of this change? <laughs> then he said, err from the faith and pierce themselves through many, with many sorrows. Is there any hope? Brethren, it's so vital that we get the gospel back. We appreciate the James Road Church of Christ, Amen. the membership here for supporting the cause. We got a lot of things going on in the media. Got a lot of good stuff going on in the media. This congregation, as long as I'm living, and I hope when I'm demised and when it's over, whoever's in charge of this church, I hope they continue to send this Amen. gospel out to the world. Somebody said, well, Brother Sandy, they know, oh, listen, it's somebody out there. It's somebody over here is going to hear this sermon, they're going to obey the God. Right. All, just because, of this, that's right, I'm telling you. It may take a long time, but once that seed is planted in their heart, and they'll wake up and say, you know what, he's right. I just, I'm just as foolish. I don't need to do all that. Examine yourself. Now, now watch this now. Pretty good? Listen, the light of the glory of God, God's. Mercy and grace, Titus chapter 3, verse 4 and 5. God's grace and goodness, Romans chapter 2, verse number 4, right? God's love, uh, Romans 5, verse 89. God's power, Romans 1, 16. Turn, if you would, to Colossians 1, verse number 8, 23. Look, look at what it says here. It says, if ye continue in the faith, grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope, 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 hope of the gospel. Don't be moved from this. Amen. Make no difference what they do out there, James Rowe. Don't be moved from the hope of the gospel. Amen. What? Which you have heard and which, have, which was preached to every creature which is under heaven where I, Paul, am made a minister. Paul said everywhere I went I preached. Why do you want, somebody asked me the other day, why do you want to live to get old? I said, well, I don't really want to live to get old if I can't preach, and I can't teach, Amen. and I can't live the life. Why do you want to live to get old? Why do you want to be 100 years old? Tell me. Why do you want to be 80 or 90? Why? Just say you got age. Methuselah lived 969 years, and the Bible just said he died. The only thing he had going for him was age. Jesus Christ lived about 33 years, and he turned the thing from B.C. to A.D. and yes, O'Dominant. Yes, he did something while he was here. When you're here in your body, do you just want to live old and say you got age? Or you want to live for the glory and honor of God? Which one? This is, the first, is this the first Lord's Day of the year? Yes, sir. Have you decided what you're going to do yet? Will you be here next Lord, uh, next year this time? Brother Shannon, uh, you, you're going a little over now. I know we won't be back tonight. And I'm trying, I'm trying to help somebody. And I don't want you to think that Brother Shannon's trying to beat you down right. or to make you look bad. No. I want you to think and analyze and see, are you over here? Does the devil have you? 
does he really own me? See, sometimes you, he gets you involved in so much foolishness that it takes so much money until you start to have to cheat and do cheating and lying to, to maintain. I don't want to live like that. Right. I don't want to have to live, Brother Rico, where I got to lie to get money instead. And then all the time you know you're lying and you just forget about God. And when it all ends up at the judgment, this is where you're going to come back. You're not going to be judged over here. Right. This, you're going to stand before the judge over here. Brother Shannon, okay, just, just take it in. Let's look at it. Look at what we have here, quickly. We got enemy of the gospel. Who do you think the enemy is? There he is. Yep. Enemy. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. Why? Why? Wait a minute. The way you live and your lifestyle as a Christian is it hindering the gospel from going over here? Now, if the way you live and you get along good with everything over here and the gospel of Christ is not impacting where you live, devil got you. Then it says, in whom the God of this world have blinded the minds of them which believe not lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ who is an image of God to shine under them. Now there's some enemy. Is that, wait a minute. Are you over here, are you an enemy of the gospel? Come on, no, come on, no. Now we all smile. Mm -hmm. I want you to think, man, are you an enemy of the gospel of Christ? Well, what do you mean an enemy? Are you really working for the devil? I started to come down, but I was told not to come down, sister. So you stay up there so the camera won't miss you. Is anybody here on this side is an enemy of the, of the gospel? Anybody over here working for the devil, raise your hand. You mean tell me you're working for somebody and you don't want to raise your hand? I'm working for the Lord. I'll raise my hand. Anybody else working for the Lord? You working for the Lord? Would you raise? Oh. So you're scared to raise your hand for the Lord? Anybody over here working for the Lord? Yes, Wait a minute. Yes, well, we're going to do it like this. Did you work for FedEx? Yes, sir. Would you raise your hand? Yes, oh, you don't mind telling me. You, you check, right? Yes, sir. Boy, retirement too, right? Yes, sir. Okay, when you're working for the Lord, he got something for you. Amen. But when you're working for the devil, I'm going to tell you what all he got for you is hell. I'm just telling you. I'm not trying to get you to think. Please think. L listen to me. Yes, sir. I'm not trying to beat you down. You need to know this year who you're working for and what's going to be the outcome. When your life is all over, if you think you work for him all of your life and then right at the last, you look over here and say, Lord have mercy. Is that right? Do you really think that? Well, see, that's what these folks tell you in these churches. You live like a devil, devil. And then at the back, just say your best, your death bell confession. Say, Lord, I'm a sinner, have mercy. Well, me and anybody find a doctrine like that. Yes, sir. Really? Why not spend some quality time, you young people? You young people who hadn't obeyed the gospel, don't get hooked up over here because let me tell you something. He got something to hold you. Yes, sir. The devil got something to hold you over here. 
and he's doing a good job. You know what he does? He works on members of the Church of Christ. He work, he's working on some folk here. He, he works on a lot of members of the Church of Christ. He, I'm going to work on them. You know, I, I got them. They won't have come. They won't have give. They won't support. And, you know, they're just living all kind of ungodly life. And they think they're going to be all right. Now, we got emissaries. What are emissaries? You know what an enemy is. That's an opponent. But emissaries, this is the one who are agents, are very important, like an ambassador. Paul said, for we, he was an ambassador, preach not ourselves. I don't preach myself. I don't want no glory. I don't want no glory. I don't want no glory. All the glory belongs to God. I don't need Amen. no glory. Well, Brother Shannon, everybody knows just because everybody knows. I don't want no glory. If I can, listen, if I can live the life for the cause of Christ and preach his gospel, if you call that getting glory, fine. But I don't, I don't want no glory, so I don't preach myself. I preach Christ. Without Christ, I ain't nothing. Amen. You're not either. All right, listen. He says, watch this here, preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord and ourselves, your servant for Jesus' sake. Paul said, I'm doing what I'm doing, watch it, for you, for Christ's sake. I, if you want to pray for Brother Shannon, pray that I live, live all long. Amen. One that like me, love me. Because some of you may not like me, say, I wish he died tomorrow. Oh, no. I mean, that's all right, but I'm glad you ain't in control. Amen. Show yes, ain't in control. <coughs> yes, listen, listen, don't let me throw dirt in your face. Amen. I'm a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. Why? I don't want no glory. I want to do what Jesus tells me. Amen. In the service. Then we got entry of the gospel. What do you mean? Then? He said, For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shown in our heart to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Listen here, that's the entry of the God. In other words, we want to preach the gospel so somebody over here where there's no hope and they obey the gospel, there will be hope. Yes, man. That's good, isn't it? Yes, somebody say amen if you can. Amen. Is that pretty good? So the entry of the gospel, have you tried to figure out some kind of way that you can get the gospel to somebody? Hey, this is how you do Sometimes you're with your friend, you say, listen, you know we got a television program on this. Do, how, how many of you here ever watch the television program that we have with James Russell? I'm talking about members of the church. How many of you ever watch it? You're, you ought to watch it. Well, brother, I'm getting sick and tired of looking at you. Well, just turn the TV on and, and close your eyes. So you won't have to look at me. But here. Amen. Listen, sometimes you just said, listen, would you be my guest? We even got some cards printed out for members of the church to hand out to their friends said, would you be my guest to watch the television program? What you say? We got some cards printed up for members of the church. All of a sudden, listen, would you be my guest and, and watch the television program come on this time? That's evangelism. That's trying to, trying to spread the gospel. And you, you know what they'll say? I'm so glad that you gave me the invitation 
and look at that television program. I am learning so much. I was up at a funeral up here the other day, and uh, a friend of mine came to me, named Robert Henry. He said, he said, man, I have <coughs> learned so much Amen. from watching television on you. And he's a, he's a preacher in the Church of God in Christ. He said, I have learned so much. He said, man, you are the best teacher in the world. I don't know about all of that. He said, man, I got to keep watching you. Amen. And I hope that he keep watching. If he keep watching, Coming I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. He's going to come out of it. Yes, sir. If, you, if he keep watching the television program, he's going to come out of that church. Yes, he's going to give it up. Amen. If you keep coming here, you're going to give that stuff up. Just some members of the church Christ right here. Just some stuff you need to stop doing. God, I bless you. All last year, 365 days, 52 Sundays, and you just did what you wanted. Now, you don't have to be like that. I'm trying to encourage you to do better. And you know what? Y'all are liking me for doing this. I'm not going to beat you down. Amen. You know you ought to have been here, sir. Now, I'm not to beat you down, tell you what you ought to do. You're a grown person. You do what you want to do. All I'm trying to tell you is God is good to you. Amen. And But you know what God can do? One thing God can do, he can stop. Yes, sir. And if he stop your heart from beating, I get to the emergency room. If God said that's the end, you can go to every emergency room Amen. in the world. Ain't that right, Deborah? Amen. Ain't that right, Deborah? You can go to any emergency room you want, and guess what? God says it's over. When God says your time is over, it's up. Yes, sir. So, Channel, you trying to scatten up? Entry of the gospel it enters you. Now, excellence of the gospel of Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessel. The apostle Paul, when he said we have this treasure in earthen vessel, Paul was telling the folks at Corinth the inspired word of God, the gospel, was in them. Because the Holy Spirit was in them and guiding them in all truth. Now we have this treasure in this book. What? In this book, we have this treasure. What treasure? It's the gospel of Christ. It's the good news. And guess what? It's rich enough to watch it to help everybody over here. Don't make no difference what you've done in life. Amen. If you decide to come to the Lord Jesus Christ, faith, repentance, confession, baptism in Christ, he can straighten you up. Amen. And he'll know what? He'll give you some knowledge that you don't have now. See, because you think it's all about over here. And you'll learn right quick, we brought nothing into this world, and it's certain we'll carry nothing out. And you'll start saying, man, I need to get myself together. Wait a minute. The Bible talks about three score and ten, which is 70. 70, that's 70 years. Well, I, I'm, I'm over here, headed to 78. How many of y'all gonna get to seven? Would you would you raise your hand? You, you young folk, raise your hand. Which one y'all gonna get to seven? You got your hand? Oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. How many of y'all gonna get 80? Well, wait a minute. How many of us gonna get 110? Well, after 110, what you gonna do? Wait, got to help you. 
You say, well, I need to go to college. Give me a good education. Give me a good job. Get my kids out of school and educate them, get a good job, and have a good life, and then retire. And after you retire, then what you gonna do? I'm gonna live my life. After you live your life, then what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? See, because most likely, we're not gonna get 110. Most likely. Now, you, 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 wait a minute. You, you got plan to live a long time. Hell yeah. What, when you get 110, what are you gonna do? <clears throat> I'm, I'm, I'm appealing to you. So many people won't make it to 70. And the way we're going in, a, in Memphis, they're not going to even get 20. And they're not dying from health problems. What are they dying from? They're dying from drugs, gangs. Snap, what is it, grab and snap, is that what they call it? Snatch and grab. Snatch and grab, so y'all know them terms, I don't know. <laughs> and you know what, and who, who doing it? Who, who doing it? Well, why, why are we doing this? Is it, any of your children involved in that? If you know they're doing it, you need to go ahead and get some insurance, real good insurance for them. And I advise you parents, that got them bad children. You need to go and be getting some insurance. Some, uh, you need to get some insurance because everybody getting tired of this fund me deal. You need to. You got ten children. You you need to you need to get some insurance for your kids. Amen. Wait a minute. It's time out for all this crazy stuff. Black men, where are you? You black men need to get together now. Take care of your family. Whether well, you're married or not married, them your offspring, you need to take care of your own kids. And you, I'm talking. Amen. And you mothers and so forth here, and you talking about I don't need no husband, no man. How you get those kids? Amen. Well, my kids need to eat breakfast. Why don't you get up and fix the breakfast? What? I don't know nothing about no eating no breakfast. When I was a kid, my mother fixed the breakfast. My daddy put the food in the pantry and my mama put it on the table. Y'all didn't get that, did you? Daddy put it in the pantry, mama put it on the table. Me and you want some food on the table, you need to put it in the pantry. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You need to be a man. Amen. You got too many men in our neighborhood, they're britches, britches and bread, but they're not men. I got kids. I'm well, a bull has got kids. Whole pastor full of them. He ain't no man. Oh, boy. Brother Sanders, what are you doing? I'm trying to help you. Is there any hope? It's some hope. Who God? God expects James Road to do that job in this area. We're not here on 2400 James Road just to worship. No, no. We need to branch out. And the best way to branch out and see, you, you see, you go knock on people's door, man, they may shoot you now. But they won't shoot that television. <laughs> and you, listen, at the internet, you can go on there and hear the gospel anytime. Talk to me, somebody. Amen. We ought to be proud that God has blessed us and brought us Amen. this far. Yes, We've come a long way. And we're going to keep preaching to God. Amen. Amen. Yes, That's good. Why? We want the country, the cities, the communities, children. Churches, crazy folks, we want them out. They, listen, it's big enough for all folks. 
Big enough? Yep. What'd you say? Let's pause here a moment. Members of the Church of Christ at James Road, do you need to repent of your sin? Look how good God has been. He brought you all the way through. Look, look at this now. You weren't in the death notice last year. Will you be on the edition? Sooner or later, we all going to end up in the death Amen. notice. Yeah. Now, hey, you think you can do any better? Can, no, seriously. Can you do any better? Can you do better? Can you be, uh, make more attention? Can you kind of spread the gospel? Can you be a little nicer to each other this year? Can you be a little nicer? Can you do something for somebody that you don't like? Amen. All right. Wait a minute. Can you do something for somebody no, you know they don't like? Can you do something for them? No, it's easy to do for good for people who, who do for you, you do for them. That ain't nothing. Everybody do that. Folks in the world do that. What about doing something for somebody that you know don't even like you? Do you take the attitude, well, I'll show them. I ain't giving up. I don't like them. They don't like me. I ain't giving up. Really? I, this is mine. I worked hard for this. Really? What are you going to do with the Lord? You need to repent of your sins. I'm not trying to get you to come forward. I'm trying to get you to think. Amen. Think how good God has been to all of us this year. Ask God to help you. So, Lord, please give me another chance and help me to do better this year than I did last year. Would you take some time out to study God's word and try to live the Christian life? Ask God to help you with your family. Try to be closer with your family, your church family, your community family, your own family. If you're here and you had obeyed the gospel, you ought to do it. Faith, repentance, confession, baptism in Christ. And if you're here and you're a member of the Church of Christ and you strayed away and just went back out in the world and you're here now, you ought to say to yourself, I'm not trying to get you to come forward, but you ought to say, Lord, you know what? The man is right. I, I have been acting crazy for the last year and you didn't take me. I need to do better. Ask God to forgive you. Pray for yourself. Start. So I'm going to show the world that I'm back to, with Christ. Do it right now. As together we stand and sing.